What's up? It's Jacob from FP Employee, and today we're doing a mini interview. Bello Logan. Hi! Bello Poppy. Hey, Jacob. Bello Mama. Bello! So, uh, she has not seen the movie. So, but she knows minion language. Uh, so she has got special inside looks at the, let's see, at Universal uh, to see she, part she, of the movie. And she has learned, but she does not know enough about the movie to review it. So she's just going to speak minion for the segment. I think so. I, yeah, I, I might actually speak some English too, if that's okay. Yeah, so she'll speak. She'll speak banana language first, and then she'll speak regular language to say what she just said. Okay, so Jacob, what are we doing today? What's our segments? We're going to do hero and villain. Yeah, but special heroes and villain. Comic Con. Uh, Comic Con edition. Comic Con. Is it just a regular Comic Con or is it some special Comic Con? Is it the 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 Comic Con, right, Jay? Yep. Where is that one held? In San Diego. Oh, the Comic Con. In San Diego. Yeah, the San Diego Comic Con. All right, Jacob. I'm a guest. I don't know how this thing's supposed to work. Heroes and Villains is where Poppy gives us these little new things of pop culture. And if we say it's a hero, we think it's a good idea. And we have to say why. And if we think it's a villain, we have to, it's a bad idea. And that, and we have to say why. And you can say both if it's just in between. Okay. okay. And then, uh, so after Heroes and Villains, Heroes Con Edition, what are we doing? We're doing our Minions review. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lo- C, C, C. Logan, you ready? Yeah. Jacob, you ready? C. Mama, you ready? Yes. Hello, Poppy. Let's get started with Heroes and Villains. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. FPM Play. Heroes and Villains. So, what's our first hero and villain, Poppy? Okay, so first hero and villain. This is all Comic-Con. One of the biggest things to come out of Comic-Con 2015 was the Warner Brothers DC superhero panel. Um, And they showed the first full trailer for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Today is a day for truth. The world needs to know what happened and to know what he stands for. That kind of power is very dangerous. Uh. Let the record show that this committee holds him responsible. That's how it starts. The fever. The rage that turns good men. Cruel. 
This bat vigilante is like a one-man reign of terror. You don't get to decide what the right thing is. Nobody cares about Clark Kent taking on the Batman. This means something. It's all some people have. It's all that gives them hope. People hate what they don't understand. Be their hero, Clark. Be their angel. Be their monument. Be anything they need you to be. Or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. You never did. Do you know the oldest lion ever? Whoa! I've already seen that. So that was that was one of my third time because it was so amazing. We watched it two times, and then we watched it here on FPM Play. So let me ask you this. Do you think that it is a good representation of That's Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and other secondary yeah. characters that you think about? Or do you think that they misrepresented in some way what those characters are supposed to be and how they look? Mm-hmm. I would have to say that for Batman because Batman looks, doesn't look like that, like a um, real Bruce Wayne. I think he's like a pretty good looking Bruce Wayne. What do you think, Logan? Hmm. <laughs> okay, what about Clark Kent and Superman? Clark Kent. <laughs> that that he's a good Superman. Well, Diana Other than I can't see anything about her. I haven't she- seen enough. Oh, you haven't seen enough. Okay. So she was in the trailer. We saw pictures before. That's the first actual footage we've seen of Gal Gadot as Diana, uh, kind of in her civilian mode, and then in action as dun, Wonder Woman. Dun, dun, dun. When did you see her in civilian mode? She was just wearing regular clothes. When did you see that? In the trailer. She was in there. Really? You might have to watch it for a fourth time. So I think it's a pretty big deal that DC is rebooting these storylines this way and bringing them to the forefront again. So far, people have been all excited about the Marvel characters and the X-Men and the people Avengers. Have known. Yes, and those Superman and Batman well, and Wonder Woman. DC. Don't interrupt me, I'm the mom. And those Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and the Joker are all iconic images and characters they haven't been able to be in the spotlight in this way um in a long time so i think a lot of people are excited about it a tidbit that i don't know if you know about or not jacob is that in the comics batman actually had two joke a uh, two robin um yeah sidekicks. i know that jason todd and jason todd died and then dick grayson no dick grayson then jason todd then damian wayne right so the, you, the tim drake in the trailer did you notice yeah. robin's suit no. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Robin's suit is in the trailer, and it says it has some graffiti from the Joker on it. So, Oh, I didn't know that was Robin's suit. I thought that was another Batman suit. No, it's Robin's suit. So we're left to wonder if they're going to go into ah. Dick Grayson's death or oh, you mean, um, Jason Todd. J- Jason Todd's death, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, no, Jason Todd came second. He killed Dick Grayson first. No, 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 no. He kills Jason Todd in the No, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. Then Jason Todd comes as um, Robin. Then Joker kills him. Then... um, Tim Drake. Yeah, and then Damian Wayne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we don't know if that's... That would be... You know, if that's going to be part of the story or if it's just going to be, you know... And you know... That's going to be cryptic. 
So, so I wonder if it's DC's, you know, DC's intention to get people not only excited about these characters again, but to drive them back to read the storylines in the, in the comic books. Jail! That would be awesome because the other big piece of news that was announced is that, so remember we, we talked about this before, DC has announced this whole slate of movies between now and like 2020, but the one movie that was missing was a solo Batman movie, and they announced that Ben Affleck is going to be co-writing and directing a solo Batman movie. Which is coming out right before the Batman v Superman. No, no, they haven't even started making that. Um, yeah, but it's coming before. You're talking about the storyline is set before? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's going to all be chronological from this point on. Oh. So that could be an easy tie-in, and we already know that he's going to be in Suicide Squad because the Joker has a prominent role there. So this could all be linked together, and that's pretty cool. <gasps> we should start. We should start. Uh, we should start calling them the DCU. That's what they're already being called. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the DCCU. What? The DC Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The DCCU. Uh, so, going back to our segment here, uh, taking yeah. all that into account, this new trailer, what, what do you guys think? Heroes or, or is it a hero or villain, this movie so far? Hero. Because how this is ending, like, in the trailer it shows Bruce Wayne... And he was at Metropolis in one of his Bruce Enterprises. He was in Metropolis, and Wayne Enterprises' building was was caught in the yeah. The and a lot of people died from that. So I so I can understand what happened because he was like, "What? What? And people they- thank him for saving the world." And then murdering so many people and breaking the law. And, and the, the trailer clear, clearly establishes that up front, that they're blaming him for what happened in Metropolis. And that was one of the things we said with Man of Steel when we did that review. One of the reasons we didn't like it was because of all the destruction at the end. And we said back then that the, probably the only thing that would help save that movie and make it better is, Wait. If, is if the next movie dealt with that destruction and repercussions from that destruction. Yeah, because if they didn't mess with that, then that would just be a big no-no. Yeah, and this, and this whole movie is, is all about that. Like, th- this movie would not exist if it wasn't for that final scene. Logan, what do you think? Um, I said hero. I like the part when that when Batman was wearing his suit and and you mean you mean the mech suit? Yeah, and when his eyes glowed in the mech suit. I wonder if that if that actually if they're going to show a purpose for that or if it just is there to look cool, the eyes glowing. You know what I wonder? What's that? I wonder if he's going to have kryptonite in that suit. Well, they did show kryptonite in the trailer. Like Luther was just looking at it, but I wonder if he's gonna get kryptonite and borrow it from Lex Luther. Yeah, which which is interesting because in Man of Steel they kind of went out of their way to reinvent kryptonite, where it wasn't this like physical rock; it was the difference in like the atmosphere between Krypton and Earth. Uh, it looks like they're kind of backtracking on that. Yeah, but now do. it's a rock. 
yeah, it was it, it didn't work too well. I mean, it was okay. it was kind of cool that they were rethinking it, but now it's a rock. Well, yeah. it's like anything. It's like any songs you hear remade or you know reimagined. There are just some things you don't touch. Yeah, some touch. things from, from the original um, are good enough to remain that way and withstand the test of time. So when you reimagine something, you don't have to reimagine the entire thing. Yeah, Kryptonite is such a big part of the Superman mythos and a lot of different storylines. It'd be kind of hard to take out the physical Kryptonite because if because they have weapons of Kryptonite. I mean, they got pistols that use Kryptonite bullets. Yeah, that you use to shoot Superman and try to kill him, but they don't have that because it, it needs to be a rock for that. I'll answer. Do me answer the question? I think the trailer for the movie is a hero because I think that it's going to raise a lot of excitement about the DC Universe that we haven't seen in a long time. We have Suicide Squad coming on the heels of this movie, and that's going to keep people interested and excited to learn more about what's happening. So we have an opportunity to get really deep in the universe and get to know these characters really well. Um, so I'm excited about this being the first of many more films um, to get us back into the DC universe and excited about those people. Yeah, I've, I've been pretty skeptical about this whole DCU, and I'm definitely biased because I love Marvel. Um, but this trailer has given me faith that they know what they're doing. I have felt like they were just kind of discombobulated and did not know what they were doing at all. Because um, why they destroyed the city. Dun, 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 dun. I read his mind. Um, but after watching this trailer and seeing everything, I, it's, I think it's really going to come together. Hey, Poppy, what's the next year on Villain? Okay, so our next one is still coming out of the DC panel. They made an announcement about the Green Lantern movie. And there have been rumors floating around about this, but instead of doing a solo Green Lantern movie... They released the title of the new movie, and it's going to be called The Green Lantern Corps. So, and it's going to focus on obviously the larger Green Lanterns um, organization, but it's going to have at least three of the earthbound Green Lanterns. So, they'll have Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and I think Guy Gardner at, at the Guy. very least. So, I think Guy Gardner. Do you think Guy Gardner is going to be a rage, going to turn into a rage? I don't, th- I don't think they're going to get that complicated with it yet. I mean, maybe if it does Do well. Do you think they go, they're going to go with that or not? No, I don't. Not for this first one. So, my question is instead of doing a solo Green Lantern that looks like they're doing kind of the larger Green Lantern uh, team, is that a hero or villain? Do you think that's a good approach or a bad approach? I think that's a hero and villain. I think it's good because they're going to introduce all the people and and they're going to get the whole thing together. So if you watch the next Green Lantern movie, it's going to focus on Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, or um, what's it? Um, John Stewart? Or John Stewart, one of the three. Yeah, and John Stewart's definitely my favorite Green Lantern. A lot of that has to do with the Justice League cartoon um, that was on. Like, I don't even know what some kind of this early Cartoon t- Network. Yeah, I think it was on Cartoon Network, but it's it's not on the air now. I mean, you can catch it's it on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. Or YouTube. 
probably YouTube as well. I always watch that when I came back from the soccer game. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great series because it started at Justice League, then became Justice League Unlimited when they increased the size of the team. It was like three or four seasons. Um, great, yeah. great. Justice question. League Unlimited was like every single episode they added somebody onto the team. Now, Logan, what's your hero? Do you think this is a hero or a villain? Hero. Why? Because they're going to introduce more green, more. What? Green lanterns. More lanterns. Yeah. I'm excited for the White Lanterns, the Life Lanterns, which is going to be introduced in like 200 years. So let me say this. Uh, all this, these different colors that Jacob keeps on referring to goes into a deeper history of the Green Lanterns. No, it doesn't. If you want to if you want to catch up on this, you can go to the YouTube channel, Comic Storian. Or read with your eyes. Is that what it's called, read with your eyes? No, it's called oh. Comic Storian. Or you can you read just it read it. I got you. Comic Storian does a big summary video of all the history of Green Lanterns. If you want to just you know watch the video and not have to read it, which is Rage what Lanterns, Fear Lanterns, is uh, Pink Lanterns. Yeah, that's that's which is the Love Lanterns. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I'm sorry, Logan. Did you say it was a hero or villain? He said it was a hero. Okay, and Jacob, you said hero. It's a, yeah. You say it's a hero. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Bobby, what's our next hero and villain? All right, so the next hero and villain, and there's a lot of news that came out of Comic Con uh, that we could talk about, but we're only going to do three. That's all we have time for. Are you going to do a so, Marvel one? No, believe it or not, because Marvel actually did not have a panel. They had a TV panel for Agents of Shield and for the Netflix shows, but the movie side did not come to San Diego this year. They kind of took a pass, and I can I can sort of understand why. Um, next year will probably be a better year because they'll have Civil War behind them. So it makes sense that they skipped this year because they didn't really have anything. So next year when they go, they'll have Civil War behind them. Um, Doctor Strange. Doctor, actually Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. And there's something else, isn't there? No, Doctor Strange is the other MCU. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be into phase three. Uh, and I think they'll be in a good place to, to talk. More of the other movies will be into production. And that's going to um, be our first... Spider-Man will probably be well into production at that point, and we would have seen him in yeah, Civil War. that's going to be your first storyline. So because be- that's, gonna, that's a storyline in the Marvel comics. Yeah, so instead of just doing kind of an origin... Avengers movie or an origin, they do a storyline. Yeah, they're, they're adapting storylines. And it's not a one-to-one. Um, which is a good thing, right? It fits into what they've set up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they take the tone. So Civil War, one of the big things in Civil War was about secret identities and the, the revealing your secret identity. We don't really have secret identities in the MCU, but it's that whole thing of responsibility and holding the heroes accountable. That main theme will still be in Captain America Civil War. Now, do you think Daredevil is going to be in there? I do think he's going to have a cameo. 
I, I mean, Daredevil is 13 hours long if you watch all the episodes yeah. straight. They're all an hour long. An hour. And it's an amazing show. Amazing. Not really for kids, though. It's very violent. Um, yeah, I, I think- only got to see the last episode, which was awesome. I think I think most of the Netflix series are going to be in, in that vein, where it's probably not really a kid's uh Outlet, but that's fine. I mean, there's other Marvel properties that you guys can enjoy. Um, so anyway, no, <laughs> I think that's a long answer to is the next one Marvel. Next one's not Marvel. Next one's actually video game related. Oh, I know this is Lego World. Yeah, Lego not, World. Not Lego yeah. World. <gasps> what? All right. So our next hero and villain is a video game that was announced at Comic Con, and I am super super excited for it. Okay. What is it? It is Transformers Devastation. Can I talk to you about this first? I want to tell about Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, and then I'll yeah. talk about it. Activision. Pew. Transformers. It's going to be Generation One. Generation One, which I'm excited for because I've seen the movie, I've watched the TV show, and the one thing that I don't know if they're going to do or not do is going to put in Grimlock. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. I'm worried about if they're going to put any of the special I'm sure people in. Oh, well, I bet they're going to do that in the second game if they get a second one. I doubt it. I think this is going to be jam-packed. Devastator. I mean, they just show, they're showing Devastator right now. So this game seems to have an amazing battle system. A lot of characters from Gen 1. But the coolest thing is that the graphic style is cel-shaded, so it looks like the cartoon. It looks like you're playing the original cartoon as a video game. Poppy. So when I saw this... There's one thing that I just don't know if they're going to do. Well, first of all, what's your... Do you think it's a hero or villain? I think this is a hero. Okay, why? Because it's going to bring kids back. It's going to be... It's going to bring kids in a time machine back in time to the days when you watch Transformers and show you... What Transformers looked like before the sucky movies came in and destroyed our brains. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's going to be a time machine for me, that's for sure. Logan, what do you think? I think it's a hero because the graphics don't look too bad. Don't look too bad. I thought that looked amazing. They, well, they, I'm joking. They look great. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What'd you think about the the the, the fighting and the and the action? What to say? When does it come out? Does it have a release date yet? Um, let me let me double check. I didn't see one. Um, I'm sure it's just like maybe it's this fall. 
Uh, or December. No, I don't see a release date. They just had the gameplay trailer. Why didn't they announce that at E3? Maybe they didn't announce it because it wasn't one of those big, fat, chunky games that yeah. are awesome. And uh, that's a good, you're Superman. That's a good question. Uh, I think because of the audience, right? E3, there were so many games. If you want to stand out, that game is not going to stand out at E3. Because right? it's not PlayStation exclusive. It's not Xbox One exclusive. It's not even about the exclusive. I mean, there were so many other big AAA games that that game is probably not going to stand out as much at E3 as it will at Comic-Con. At Comic-Con, they only have a few video game announcements, so that's going to be kind of up there. So uh, it'll have its kind of moment to shine more so than... Uh, if it was at E3. I'm popping back in. you talking about E3? We were mentioning it, yeah. You know, Jacob was upset that as a journalist he wasn't able to attend E3 this year. So, as your publicist, I did some searching. And the thing is, Jacob, you have to be over 17 years old to attend E3. No, you don't. As a, no. as a yes. journalist or as an attendee from the, from the um, industry. Guess what? I watched the video. And this, so Skylander's dad, you know who they are. Yeah. They brought their five-year-old, their four-year-old, and their nine-year-old. So tell me it's not possible. Well, Because they got to go and uh, watch I'm, all of the announcements. According to the rules that E3 publishes, no attendee from the industry or from... Um, as a journalist who are attending under press credentials can be under 17 years old. So I don't know if they sunk them in or what, but they but, weren't supposed no, to. Now, hold on, hold on. You made a key distinction. You said they were there to watch the announcements. The press conferences are not under the, under the control of E3. So they can go to the press conferences, the Microsoft, the Sony, but actually entry to the Los Angeles Convention Center. And the exhibit hall. And the exhibit hall. Is different than the press conferences. Yeah, that's what they got to do. They got to go to the press conferences. I think they didn't go like the five and the nine because because some of those games aren't for them. Right but. on the show floor, I've only seen the mom and dad in the videos. I haven't seen any of the kids. No, they went, they made a music video. And they, and they went to the sky. So, well, anyway, I just wanted to come back and share that with you because I know that you wanted to be able to talk to your guests and tell them all about E3 and have that experience. But those are just the rules. All right. Okay. Thank, but you can still go. Thank you. You just can't do the press conference. No, you can't go to the show floor. All right. Thanks. So, um, that was our last hero and villain. Okay. Now let's get into a review of, of Minions. Bido, Bido, Bido. FPM play. Review of the week. Boom. I got it nailed down into my brain. You do. All right. So, review of the week uh, is Minions. Minions was released this past Friday. Uh, that's We saw it on Saturday. Logan, when did you see it? Friday. Oh, he saw it opening night. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome souls. So, let's read the IMDb description. It says, Minion Stuart, Kevin, and Bob are recruited by Scarlet Overkill, a supervillain who, alongside her inventor husband, Herb, hatches a plot to take over the world. Dun, dun, 
Alright, so, Jacob, how do we do this? So first, we're going to say the things that we liked and didn't like. No, we're gonna do we're gonna do a general thoughts, and we're gonna get into spoilers and say something we didn't did and didn't like, and then we're going to go and give our rating, and then we're gonna sign out. Okay, all right. So let's get into general thoughts. I want to go first, Logan. What are your What are your thoughts on the, on the minions? Uh, what is general thoughts again? General thoughts is just just, say what if what we liked without saying spoilers. Yeah. So, or or, what did you think about it without giving spoilers? So, oh, and if you don't know what spoilers are, spoilers talk about what happens in the movie. Right. I do. I do. Um. So, so you know that's where you get into you like the overall story, the characters, huh? General thoughts is what I'm, t- I'm telling. Hold on, I'm telling you. So, in general thoughts, you just kind of give your your feeling on the movie, um, whether it's positive or negative, and that's where you say, you know, like the storylines were interesting; they made sense. You like the characters. Uh, you like some of the like the action scenes, the the way they set them up. Um, you just don't speak specifically on what happened. Okay. I like the movie, and I like the action and the storyline. And, and what about the, the three the three main minions? Right, they they did a smart thing, I think, and focused I, on on three instead of all of them. Yeah, but I liked how they. I like, I like Stuart and Bob and Kevin. Okay, so you 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 liked our main heroes. Mm, mm, okay. I know something. All right, so Jacob, what are your general thoughts? I liked it a lot. I liked how sometimes they didn't know what they were doing, or sometimes that's pretty much all. The- yeah, and I like how when they get caught up in something, they just figure a way out two minutes after. I mean, well, in the animation was pretty good, but think the disappointing thing was that some of most of their language was Spanish. <laughs> it was it was a lot of the, the kind of just off Spanish. So, uh well let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before I get into my general thoughts. Did you think so the, obviously the reason that this movie even exists is because in Despicable Me 1 and 2 People so loved the people minions. People loved the minions. But they, were, they weren't what the movie was about, right? They were in scenes here and there. They were little parts of it. And in small doses, yeah, okay, the minions make sense and they're funny and they're cute and all that stuff. Were, were they enough? Could they, could they hold their own as the main characters of their own movie? Yes and no. Okay, well, explain. I say no because they don't speak our language and it would be hard to understand what's happening. And then... What? I think it came across pretty clear what they wanted at, at, at any given point and, and how they were feeling. Yeah, but... Did you ever feel like you just didn't know what was going on with the minions? Sometimes. Okay, okay. So... What? How about I can't you? say because we're not in spoilers. And I haven't finished. Well, hold, I don't know. Before you, before you move on, how about you, Logan? Was there any point... Where you felt like you didn't know, like you couldn't understand what the minions were were trying to do or what they wanted or whatever. 
Was the language um, was the language ever a barrier for you? No. Okay. Let's go ahead, Jacob. Because oh no, go ahead. Because what they were doing, it kind of told what they were saying. Right. Okay. Plus, yeah. they had a narrator. Yeah, the narrator definitely. Whenever I, they needed more explanation, that narrator came in. So. Oh wait, Jacob, you're crazy. <laughs> what was I talking about? Um. Whether the minions can hold their own, uh, like yeah, and yes, they can hold their own because enough people like the minions, and they think the minions are cute and fluffy and beautiful when they're secretly the most evil people in the universe. I mean, come on, they have one purpose to serve the most evilest boss ever. Yeah, so here's here's my general thoughts. I thought the movie was boring. I, Me too. I thought it was really boring because what it felt like was, as far as the story goes, if you saw one trailer, you know exactly what the story is. Okay? But then, if you think about Despicable Me and Despicable Me 2 and think about just the minion scenes, there's these funny little scenes, almost like little short movies where they're doing their thing, and that scene itself is funny, but it doesn't really have a lot to do with the overall story right so the first one the first one was about Gru adopting these three little girls and how they changed his life the minions were just little side stories and side characters that were just nice moments in that movie but if you take that out you can still have the story of Gru and the three little girls right this movie felt like it was a lot of those little side scenes kind of patched together with this overall story of the minions trying to find a new boss or trying to find a boss um, but you so, got to see how they got to Gru. You did, you did, but it just felt like it felt like Gru was shoehorned in at the end, right? Because he had nothing to do with the whole movie, and then at the very end, they they tie them into Gru. Well, right? you got to learn about the minions a lot, you, and what they do, you, and how they find the, but all. D- these- but did you really? Because everything that we learned about the minions was in that first trailer. In the first trailer, you saw them coming out of the water. You saw them with the dinosaur, with the caveman, and all that stuff. And it clearly explained that over the centuries, over time, they were looking f- to serve the big bad boss. Yeah, but I can and, we get into spoilers now? And you didn't let's get, get into spoilers. All right, let's let's just get into spoilers because. <sighs> well, I have something to say that you can see and not you cannot see in the trailer. Okay, all right, let's get into spoilers. You ready for spoilers, Logan? Yes. Yeah. All right. It's time for spoilers. You have been warned. So I have something to say that you can see, but you cannot see if you don't if you don't go see the movie. Well, I mean, the movie is ninety minutes long. The trailer's three minutes long, so there's definitely going to be more in the movie. But so, first of all. Kevin turns giant, which is not in the trailer. Second of all, right, but they have a post-credit scene just for 3D, which is another one that you can't see on a trailer. Again, those are funny segments, but from an overall story perspective, it doesn't really do anything. Okay. I mean, yeah, well, it I, does do something. I if you I could probably if so when we get a, when we get 
this movie, right? I'm sure we'll get a copy of the movie when it comes out on Blu-ray and digital and everything. I bet you anything, I could take this movie, edit it down to probably about 30 minutes, and you would enjoy it the same. I could cut out all the story stuff and just do the, the kind of the minion bits. Okay, you want to bet? And they would still make sense if I take out all the connectivity between them. Because at the end, when he's big and doing his thing, you could care less about what happened before. That scene itself is kind of cool and funny. But, but it doesn't have like any emotional connection, emotional impact, character development, none of that stuff. So you want to bet? What? How much money? 20, 10, 50? There's no, there's no way to, to gauge that bet. You can say whatever you want. All right, so Logan, what, what about you? Let's get in this. I don't want to leave you out of this. What do you, what do you think? Do you think I'm crazy? You me? Yeah, you. Um, no. So you think you don't need to watch the movie to enjoy the Despicable Me storylines? Oh, I don't. I don't think it added anything to the first two movies. It, it, I want them to make the third one. Because okay, so we're in spoilers, right? Yeah. So the whole movie, there was like zero connectivity to Gru. He just happened to show up at the end. Freeway. Literally, at the end, he had nothing to do with the story itself. If you if you just cut him out, you would still pretty much have the same movie. It was it was almost like an Easter egg versus a story plot, right? He, and then so he 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 just shows up kind of as a little kid, no explanation as to how he how he's even a villain with this kind of technology. He just shows up as like a twelve year old kid with a freeze ray and a he freezes Scarlet Overkill and becomes the most evil villain in the, in the whole entire world. But you know you know what I was thinking about. Going back to the first two Despicable Me's, they showed him like as a kid when he was thinking about being a villain, and his mom would like laugh at him, and he was nowhere near that sophisticated to have a freeze ray. He had like a cardboard like space helmet when he was like pretending to go into space. Yeah, but he was like little, little. He was like five. Ah. And then, well, then how did I mean? How did you, I don't know? It just, I the the connection to the first two movies I thought was weak at best. Again, it, it, I just I thought the movie was boring. I was okay. very disappointed. Now, since we're in spoilers, let's do our thing that we liked and didn't like. Yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead. I want to go first. Go. Okay. The thing that I liked was that Bob was kind. Bob was like that person who didn't care about anything else but his teddy bear. I mean, yeah, I mean, they were, so there was this scene where Scarlet was looking for a new henchman, and she had this jewel, jewel, and he had to steal it out of her hands. Mm-hmm. And his teddy bear got slung it on the stage, and he, and he had to get it. But what happened was his teddy bear got switched out with Scarlet's jewel, and he, they literally got the jewel on accident. And that's how almost everything happened for him the whole movie, okay? It, when you watch like the Despicable Me movies, those guys, while they're they're kind of cute and cuddly, whatever, they know how to build stuff, right? That's that's I who mean, builds all of his weapons and all his stuff. He had the other than the inventor. Well, the inventor invented them, but they're the ones who actually built out all the stuff. 
And they, there was no signs of them being able to do that. No, like, kind of mechanical. Like, they didn't come up with any invention or, or put anything together to show that they had any capability of doing that. But they did, Everything they was, did show one thing. He, um, so there was this part where he, in the trailer she has any evil talent, and he took some stuff from her desk and made a bear face. With like some paper, a pen. That's when he was at the convention. That was that was funny, but that didn't show their talent. Yeah, it did because a regular person couldn't do that. He took a piece of paper, cut it up, and made a mask. No, he didn't. He used like a pen, and he used like a chalk, or he he used a lot of stuff. Oh, and he colored it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfectly. So. Nobody can color it perfectly. All right. Whatever. A six-year-old could do that. <laughs> Um, wow, Logan! What would tell us something that you liked? I liked everything, but a part I really find funny was when when he when he, when the Queen of England gave him a a guitar, and he said "Super Ukulele," yeah, and then. And then he started Playing. to uh, play it, and then he proceeded he to rock out. It. Oh, can I say something else yeah, that I like? And then he smashed it, and then he, and then the queen was holding the snow globe that that Kevin, but that Kevin <laughs> decided to give him. Yeah, the, that was the prank, and mm. then Stuart said, "Well." Sarah was like, oh, I'll take it because I broke the guitar. Yeah, that that scene was funny. And you know, there was there was there were scenes in there that were funny, but again, like that right there, that scene, while it was a cute funny scene, had nothing to do with the story. Well, I like I um what was it? I forgot. You made me forget. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I, so Bob, so they got locked up. Um, they gave Scarlet the crown, so she became the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. And um, they got in a torture room because they betrayed her mm-hmm. on accident. Everything was on accident. And they got and they got in the sewers. And um, one time they popped up, and they were actually where the Beatles were walking. Happy Road, yeah. Yeah, they were walk. They put their head up, and they got smashed on. Yeah, they were. They, I they, like that. They pushed a manhole up. So yeah, th- they could have called this movie the Accidental Minions, right? <laughs> because them, like all the bosses that they did not get in the beginning, was because of accidents and kind of mis missteps. Then no, 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 the person, the there was a part where they had to get the queen's crown, and it was a cool part where they were attacking her carriage, and they did that on purpose. No, yes, because one time, um, it was about to go. It they um unclipped the horses. It was about to go in the seat, and Bob grabbed it, and he slung it onto the road, which that which that was on okay, purpose. So you're telling me that the original plan had them going on a high-speed chase in the carriage and Bob slinging them around the corner. No. no. It was because they had to react to things that were happening, right? But, yeah, but Bob did that on purpose. He didn't do okay, that on purpose. That's accident. fine. That's fine. He made a conscious um, decision to do that. But what I'm saying is that whole scene, 
nothing went according to plan. All this kind of accidental stuff happened. And then he became the king of England by accident because he just happened to be where the sword was in the stone. And if you know the story of the sword and the stone, that scene makes sense. If, if you, you don't, pull it out, you become the king of England. Right. If you don't know the sword of the stone story, then then it doesn't make sense. But he pulls out the sword, he becomes a king, and and then that moves the plot. It's like all these just like random oh, accidental oh, things end up moving the story. I liked along. another thing. So I they, love that part. They went into a mall. And they and they sleep there for the night, and they started watching a TV, and it said, "Um." They were watching the dating game. Yeah, they were watching a dating game, and it, and it said, "Is it going to be Bob?" And it was like a real person looking like Bob. Is it going to be a Stuart, a person looking like Stuart, or is it going to be, um, Kevin? Kevin. So, so Logan, let me ask you this: Did did and then it, there was another on, reference hold on, hold on. in the church where there was a small one, tall one, yeah. and regular size. Logan, let me ask you this. When, in that scene that Jacob was just talking about where they were in the department store in the bed watching the TV and they said the names, <laughs> did they get their names at that moment or it was just a coincidence that the people on the TV were named Kevin, Stewart, and Bob? It was just a coincidence. Thank you, Logan. Logan, what did you think? Um, I, I, I did like that part. I love that part, and... But did you did you think that that scene is where they got their names, or it was just a coincidence that the people on the TV had the same name? Well, I think it's, it, it was a coincidence, because everybody else had names, too. Okay. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't be weird. It would be weird if they just got their names off. And um, on the phone, even before... Like, even before they, um, were going to... The convention? Yeah. Bob did this, and I mean, Kevin did this speech, and they said, oh, Bob, I'll do it, go Bob, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. so... Oh, I remember, well, this is a part I also liked, it when Bob was speaking in his language, and, uh... And when he was king and everybody the only thing that they would respond to was long live king bob yeah yeah so yeah, again i just need to i probably need to stop talking because the, the movie had its funny moments and the minions are cute and it's cool seeing them in these scenarios um but as a whole movie hmm Yes. Alright, so was there anything you guys didn't like? Well, no. I didn't like how it was just a coincidence that that was a giant ray that made him big. Yeah, another and... coincidence. See, I mean, something like that, it would have been good if it, it would have been better. I'm just saying that, say if it would have been good. It would have been better if that was something that was set up earlier in the movie, like they showed the giant ray. And, you know, somehow they set it up and you knew at the end when it happens, like, oh, wait, the giant ray. And then he gets hit with the giant ray and it, it ends up, you know, helping him kind of save the day. But there was no connections like that. It was just all just like random events. It was all like, do not pull this lever. Do not push this button. Do not, do not, um, switch this, um, switch. Yeah. I found, I find this a coincidence. Kevin hit all the stats said, do not switch or do not flick. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did that all on accident. Yeah, exactly. Because what if he had gone right instead of left? He wouldn't be in that room, and he just happened to get in that bubble. And he accidentally hit the first button and keeps on accidentally hitting all the levers and stuff. It's like the whole movie is like them doing stuff by accident. Did Nothing. You just call it the accident movie. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Accidents. Accidents. All right. So uh, I don't need to say what I like, what I didn't like. I've already said too much. Okay, now let's get into our rating. Logan, you go first. Um, I'll give it, I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Five. So five, you're saying that... Five. Five. Kevin Stewart's and Bob's. Okay. So this is like one of your favorite movies of all time. Highly recommended. You're gonna definitely watch this multiple times. Yes. Alright. Mostly because of funny parts. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. Jake? I say... Five evil masters. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Five evil masters. Five evil masters. All right, do you want my rating? It's going to be a zero. <laughs> Not a zero. I mean, it's worth watching. It's going to be a one. Hey, you two. didn't say Scarlet Overkill because you didn't like it that much. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it two stars. I mean, not two stars. I'm going to give it two... Let's see. Two... Two random... <laughs> Accidental ac- flip switch and flip switches. There you go. Two random accidental flip switches. Ah. Again, there's moments that I can point to that said I enjoyed this moment. Now, uh, one thing I didn't say: the CGI, like the graphics, were amazing. Like some of those, if you look, like when they're traveling and stuff, if you look at like the street and the water in the street, and I mean, oh my god, it was just amazing. If you saw it in 3D, it would look like amazing. The only thing that was worth 3D was the, was the post credit scene. Anyway, um, it was just, the story overall was just, it's like they kind of patchwork something together so they can have these minion moments. I mean, you can make a, if you, if you have like the, the DVD or Blu-ray of the first two, they have those Despicable Me shorts, like the banana short with, with all the minions chasing the banana. It was like a whole bunch of those little shorts and they kind of filled it in the middle with some other stuff. It just, oh, it, it was disappointing. Well, now let's wrap up. Bye, I'm Logan, and I'm going to meet Kevin and Stuart and Bob and their tribe. Bye. Hey, I'm Jacob, and I'm going to go find a new evil master. Hey, and this is Jacob's dad. Uh, One last thing. Next week, we'll be reviewing Marvel's Ant-Man, which comes out. And um, hopefully... Ant-Man. Hopefully, that's going to be better than this week for me. All right, later. Bye. episode of FPM Play. Thanks for listening. Become part of the show by sending us an email at feedback at fpmplay.com or calling our feedback line at 704-266-2376. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website.